0: This is the coronavirus global update on Tuesday, the seventh of July. I'm Nick Miles. Brazilian President Bolsonaro tests positive for COVID-19. Australia places Melbourne under a six-week lockdown, and a Spanish study casts doubt on the feasibility of herd immunity. We start in Brazil. Muita gente, eu tivesse feito o exame, não saberia, do resultado, e ele acabou de dar positivo. It turned out positive, the words of the Brazilian president Jair Bolsonaro, who was wearing a face mask whilst he talked to reporters. Mr Bolsonaro repeatedly dismissed the coronavirus as a minor threat. Brazil has the second highest number of both Covid-19 cases and deaths in the world. Only the US has more. Katie Watson sent this report from Sao Paulo.
1: He's one of the biggest deniers of the virus and now he's contracted it himself. He said that he had begun to feel ill on Sunday confirmed that he was taking the anti-malarial drug hydroxychloroquine and said he was now feeling fine, that he had mild symptoms. From the very start, Jair Bolsonaro has downplayed the severity of COVID-19, calling it the sniffles and saying that if he was to get it, he'd feel very little, if anything at all. The World Health Organization has wished the Brazilian president a speedy recovery, adding that his test results showed the virus was still not under control.
0: Australia has been among the world's most successful countries in containing the coronavirus outbreak, but the disease is spreading again. Millions of people in Melbourne have been ordered back into lockdown. The border between Australia's two most populous states has been closed as the country fights an infection surge. Shyama Khalil reports.
1: Victoria's state capital has been ordered back to stay-at-home restrictions. For the next six weeks, five million people are expected to remain in their houses except for necessary purposes – such as going to work school or grocery shopping the state premier daniel andrews has said without reimposing the restrictions the situation in australia's second most populous city could spiral out of control he blamed a sense of complacency among some for the current covid-19 spike
0: The disease is also resurgent in Israel, where the Director of Public Health has resigned as the country experiences a sharp rise in new cases, reaching more than 1,000 a day. Sigal Sedetsky said her warnings had been ignored and that the government had opened up too quickly. Fresh restrictions have been ordered, including the closure of bars and gyms. Professor Eli Waxman is head of an advisory panel helping guide the government's response. We did uh, two major mistakes. One, we relieved the social distancing measures uh, too rapidly and without an orderly plan uh, weighing properly the risks. And the second is that we did not build the capability for rapid suppression of outbreaks that are bound to occur when we resume normal activity by this testing, tracking, and isolating. And without this capability, we were not able to control the new outbreaks, and we are the situation we are in today. Kenya's Ministry of Education says all primary and secondary schools will remain closed until next year because of the pandemic. The education minister said that there would be no final year exams in October and November. Schools are now expected to open in January, and all students are going to repeat their classes. A Spanish study has cast doubt on the feasibility of herd immunity as a way of tackling the coronavirus pandemic. The study of around 60,000 people estimates that only about 5% of the Spanish population has developed antibodies. Benjamin Mayer is a virologist who wrote the report for the medical journal The Lancet
1: we think about herd immunity meant that we need to reach like 60 to 70 percent of infected or exposed people to reach a herd immunity. A country like Spain would go through this phase like six or seven times until they reach a level of herd immunity that would actually lead to a substantial reduction in cases and eliminate the virus.
0: At the beginning of the pandemic, it looked like COVID-19 was a respiratory illness. Now we know it can also affect the other organs. And it appears it can also short-circuit the immune system, working in a way that's similar to HIV. Dr Adrian Hayday is group leader at the Francis Crick Institute and Professor of Immunobiology at King's College London. He says that some of the treatments involving antiretroviral drugs used to treat HIV patients could be effective in tackling coronavirus. The basic research that has gone into detailed understanding of what people's immune systems look like in this disease is moving us from a place where we had general ideas to now where we've got some very specific ideas. And that always helps you in the design of improved treatment. So I'm very optimistic that this disease will get more manageable. And that's critical to reducing the global threat that the virus poses. This is the Coronavirus Global Update.